Hey everybody, this is Kylie Gable, and welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. This week I had kind of hoped to have an interview with Shayla, but real world got in the way. We've discussed doing a trade-off of interviews where she'll interview me for her podcast and I'll interview her for mine, and uh, although she's a big part of it, obviously. In fact, uh, this week we have the beginning of a new series from Shayla. Uh, called Feminize for His Inheritance. And it's a story that um, was actually originally a commission. And it was also the first story that I ever had um, Pamela Harlow uh, helping me write. And uh, so it's kind of an important important uh, step in uh, the history of Candy Apple Press, so to speak. So it's about a young man whose dad marries a stepmom and then shortly after passes away of a heart attack and uh, he should be getting all the inheritance but his stepmom and her friends have other ideas so it's a little cruel story but a lot of you i know like it that way so without further ado here's a bit of feminized for his inheritance by myself, Claudia Costa, and Pamela Harlow, and narrated by Shayla Spazia. Enjoy. Bill enjoyed a 45-minute swim and felt considerably calmer after it. He got out of the pool in his trunks and grabbed a towel. Before wrapping it around him, he gave his long hair a quick rub and shook his head to tidy it up slightly. He wrapped his towel around him and headed inside to have a shower. He was pleased that none of the women were there to be seen when he walked in. In a better mood, he walked straight to the bathroom and enjoyed a long shower and a thorough shave, not even using or defacing any of the women's cosmetics before he left the room. He walked to his own room in a towel in much better spirits. The annoyance of the breakfast table incident now completely gone, only to find something to irritate him all over again. Laid out on his bed was a red dress and a pair of red high-heeled shoes, a black bra and black lacy panties, and sheer black stockings. He threw them across the room and felt defiant as he dressed in shorts a t-shirt, and trainers, with a speed that suggested he had an audience. He raced down the stairs and out of the door. He was going out for the day, shopping for some new clothes. Most of his were at the college dorm, but he wasn't sure when he would be going back there. He thought about getting a haircut, too. Bill didn't get his hair cut, but he did treat himself to some new clothes and even took himself out for a burger in the late afternoon. He didn't want to go home in a hurry to the three women, even though he knew he was supposed to be helping Nicole. It can wait a little, he thought, and stayed out until the evening, hanging around shops and drinking coffee at the local Starbucks. 
When he returned home, he was relieved to see that Paula and Barbara weren't there. Just Nicole sat in the living room with a book. Hey, said Nicole as Bill walked through the door. Where have you been? I've missed you. Missed me, echoed Bill internally. Missed me? Hey, he said, still a little annoyed by her and her friends. I went out. I need new clothes. Nicole looked at two large bags he was carrying. Oh, I see. Cool. How did you pay? She asked. My dad gave me some money to get supplies for college, he replied, as he felt sadness washing over him. Nicole nodded and looked down at her book again. We can sort things out tomorrow if that suits you, she half asked, half told him. Sure, said Bill, and looked in the direction of the kitchen. Want a drink? Nicole smiled. Shall we have a beer together, she said, and Bill felt extremely tempted. Sure, he said, warming up to his new stepmother, his recent anger subsiding. Let's have a beer. He walked to the fridge and grabbed two bottles and started to walk through with them. Before he got to the living room, he remembered that Nicole might want a glass and turned around. She had seen him, though, and seemingly read his mind. I'm okay to drink from the bottle, she called, and Bill returned two bottles in hand. It was time for them to now talk about Bill's dad. They reminisced emotionally, and Bill remembered how he'd felt when his dad had married Nicole. He had been unsure initially, but Nicole's charm had soon won him over. He looked at her and saw that his father had been a lucky man to marry Nicole after the sudden death of his mother, and he thought that his dad would have been happy that Nicole and Bill were getting on well together this evening. It was with warmth that the pair said goodnight that evening, and when Bill went to bed, he drifted straight to sleep, too deeply to be woken by sounds such as women making love next door. Bill awoke with a start, choking as he felt something in his mouth. As he quickly became conscious, he saw Paula's body above him and realized that she was gagging him with pantyhose. She was both strong and very efficient in her movement. Before he was even fully awake, she had the panty part in his mouth and was wrapping the legs tightly around his face to hold them in place. He frantically tried to push her off, but to his left was Nicole who grabbed his arm and held it down. As he tried to move his right arm, this was also firmly gripped onto. Barbara was on his right, no matter how he struggled. These women had a very firm grip on him and he couldn't pull away. Paula secured the pantyhose around his mouth quickly, and Nicole and Barbara lifted the man with ease. He was quite small, around five foot seven, and with a slender frame. Now comes the fun part, said Barbara. Mmm, was all that came out of Bill's mouth as he tried to protest this indignity. He glared over at Nicole, who was laughing and enjoying herself as much as her two friends were. 
It took very little trouble for the three women to pull a pale pink silky nighty over his head. Barbara and Nicole pushed him so that he was standing bent over his bed and bent his arms up behind his back. Paula snaked another pair of pantyhose around his wrist. Be sure it's good and tight, advised Barbara. We don't want him getting loose. Relax, assured Paula. I know what I'm doing. Paula cinched the pantyhose which tightened the bonds around his wrist and made sure that he would be unable to slip his wrist out of the hosiery. With his bonds very secure, she tightly knotted them. Bill was kicking his legs to try and escape, but Barbara stopped even that resistance by reaching under his nighty and squeezing his balls in her hands. You can try to escape all you want, but if you hurt any of us, I'm going to be hurting you much worse, she barked. She dug her nails until she saw tears form in his eyes. Paula held onto his legs and he stopped kicking. He looked on in a horror as Nicole turned on an electric razor. Barbara followed her lead and they both set to work removing the hair from his body. Nicole worked her way from his ankles all the way up to his groin, and he was shocked that she even buzzed away most of his pubic hair. Nicole had pulled the nighty down. It was doing a thorough job of removing his minimal chest hair, managing to lift his restrained arms just enough to get access to his armpits. When his body was hair free, the three women smiled at each other. All done, they said, as though it was something on their to-do list. And they lay Bill down on his bed in the pink nighty, still gagged and bound with pantyhose. Paula took a third pair of pantyhose and ran them under his arms, connecting him to the headboard. Sleep tight, you pretty girl, said Nicole as the three women giggled again. They left the room, and Bill lay there wondering whether he was in a dream or reality. He worked furiously to free himself from his nylon bonds, but it was futile. He only succeeded in tiring himself out, and soon he was back asleep. The next morning, Bill awoke again to the sight of three women. This time, they weren't touching him. Nicole sat on the edge of his bed, gazing at him, and the other two women sat on his couch towards the other side of the room. As he came around, he wondered how long they'd been in his room, and he was unsettled by the way Nicole was staring at him. He tried frantically to get out of his pantyhose prison once more, but only succeeding in making the women laugh at him once again. Bill, if you're done, I have some things to tell you, she began, and Bill braced himself. I've been studying your father's will, and his wishes are very clear. In there it states that if you marry a woman before your 23rd birthday, you will inherit everything. If you don't, well, it goes to me. Bill's eyes widened as he waited for her next words. Obviously, my aim is to inherit all the money, 
Your 23rd birthday isn't too far off, is it? Wait, don't try to answer. Anyway, it's still far off enough that you could find a wife and marry her. I know that. Nicole paused for a moment and looked over at Paula and Barbara, who nodded at her encouragingly. My aim is to turn you into a fully feminized slave for this house, she said. This will ensure that I inherit all of the money, and we all get to have lots of fun. She looked over at her two friends again, who were grinning wildly. We're going to have a blast turning you into a little sissy, added Paula. We're definitely going to find some uses for you in the bedroom. She looked down at his growing. Come on, said Nicole to Paula and Barbara. It's time. The two women walked over to either sides of Bill's bed and grabbed an arm each. Nicole lifted his legs and the three women carried him into one of the other bedrooms in his father's large house. Inside the room was a pink canopy bed with fluffy pillows on it and even a couple of stuffed toys. The three women threw Bill upon the bed, still gagged and bound in pantyhose, and dressed in the nightie. They stood looking over him, and Nicole stroked his smooth legs. Here, come and feel your legs, you two. I wish mine got that smooth from a quick electric shave. Paula and Barbara joined Nicole in stroking Bill's legs and made approving noises as they appreciated him. I guess because it's her first time, said Barbara. The shave will probably last several days, which is more than I can say for my legs. Paula smiled. Who's a lucky girl then, she said, stroking a little further down towards Bill's feet. Nicole's nose wrinkled slightly. We need to do something about those toenails, though. Paula and Barbara nodded. Paula reached over to the dressing table beside Bill's new bed and picked up a small bag filled with nail polish. Pale pink to match the nightie, she asked. But Nicole shook her head. No, not striking enough. How about bright red? Sure thing, said Paula, passing a bright red nail polish to Nicole. Bill started to wrinkle his feet, but Nicole pinched his toe hard. Don't give us unnecessary work, she said sternly. And Bill knew that there was no use. He decided to stay still and remain thankful that they at least hadn't bound his legs. What difference would a bit of nail polish on his toes make, anyway? Nicole slowly painted Bill's toes, while Paula and Barbara conversed quietly next to the closet. Bill couldn't hear what they were saying, but he got the gist that they were discussing the clothes in the closet and that there were shoes in there and lingerie for him in the dressers, too. Bill sighed, wondering how long it would take for the three women to get bored of their strange game. He lay patiently as Nicole finished painting his nails and blew on his toes to speed the drying process. She's going to make such a pretty girl, a sexy pretty girl, said Paula, standing over her new pet. I think we should go ahead and put a little makeup on her, said Nicole and Barbara. Barbara was at the dressing table. Excellent idea, said Paula, picking up some eyeliner. We can save the lipstick for now, said Nicole, looking at Bill's gagged mouth, which was now expressionless.
Paula leaned over Bill and carefully drew on the outlines of his eyes. And then she turned to Barbara, who was also at the dressing table. You want to choose an eyeshadow? I already have, said Barbara, gleefully leaning over Bill herself. Bill had had enough. He couldn't get loose, but he didn't have to make this easy for them. He tried to keep his face turned away from them, but that only made Barbara angry. And she slapped him. Though the pantyhose gag absorbed most of the blow, she sure got his attention. Grabbing his face, Nicole dug her nails into the soft flesh of his cheeks and warned him, We can do this however you want. But Naughty gets punished, and as wicked stepmothers go, the one in Cinderella is a wimp compared to me. With Bill's struggles subsided, Barbara used a soft pad to apply golden shimmering eyeliner to his eyelids which he obediently closed as soon as she went near them. He kept them closed as Paula applied some more eyeliner. Now that's much better. You're being a good girl, said Paula, and Nicole stroked Bill's legs again. I want to put some makeup on her, said Nicole, leaping up and enjoining the other two at the dresser. Well, how about some mascara next, said Paula, pointing at a selection of three or four mascaras. Nicole picked up the one that read Super Long Lashes and softly instructed Bill to open his eyes. He did as she said, and within several seconds, his lashes were twice their previous length. What about a quick eyebrow plucking, said Barbara. I'm way ahead of you, replied Paula, as though she knew Barbara was going to suggest it, had tweezers in her hand in an instant. You had better not resist this, warned Nicole. Plucking would not only hurt, but it wouldn't wash off. She knew Bill might be less cooperative. Paula plucked Bill's bushy eyebrows into a thin, curved shape, and then ensured that there was no stray nose hairs to trace the facial hair. Satisfied, she placed the tweezers down. Paula, Barbara, and Nicole walked over to the corner of the room, and had a quiet conversation together. Bill felt irritated at their rudeness, after all they hadn't been bothered before about saying what they liked in front of him. They seemed to be serious and secretive as they spoke about whatever they were speaking of. Suddenly, the three women walked toward the bedroom door, shooting one final look at Bill before they left him with his thoughts. "'Welcome to your new life, Laurie.' said Nicole as she walked through the door, followed by Paul and Barbara. Lori, Lori, who the hell is Lori? Me, in this game of theirs, obviously, but why Lori? Where did that name come from? Bill looked at the walls and saw pictures of young male pop stars and actors that he vaguely recognized. It was just one more humiliating touch. He looked past the dressing table where the makeup he was wearing lay and saw through the half-open door to the attached-in suite that there was even more female beauty products in there. How long was this going to last for? They can't possibly be serious about my father's will. What would he say? What would he think of this? How wrong is it to disrespect the wishes of the dead in such a way.
Bill's thoughts were interrupted by an urgent need to use the toilet. Thought of it had relieved him as much as tormented him. He twisted his legs to the side of the bed and struggled with his balance as he got into a standing position on the floor. His desperation to urinate increased as he struggled, and he tried to rush to the in-suite to use the toilet. Without the option to use his hands and wearing a nightie that reached all the way to his thighs, Bill quickly realized that it would be impossible for him to urinate at a straight line, or without wetting himself. He felt ashamed as he sat down to use the toilet, feeling truly feminized, degraded, and defeated at this point. Bill looked for windows to try to escape from, but he knew there was no use. The windows were all locked, and besides, he was on the second floor. Following his bathroom adventure, he lay on the pink bed helplessly and tried not to think about what could be coming next. Several hours later, Nicole returned to the room, this time alone, with a pill and a glass of water. Hey, Lori, she said with a sweet smile as she sauntered over to Bill. She stroked his long hair and tapped his face lightly. I've brought you something nice. Don't fight it, and it will make you feel better, much better. Nicole placed the water on the bedside table, but held onto the pill as she began to untie the pantyhose from around Bill's mouth. Good girl, she said. Thank you, stammered Bill, flexing his jaw. Open wide, said Nicole in a sing-song voice and she gently pulled up his chin to help him open it. Nicole pushed the pill into Bill's mouth, but he spat it out. Nicole quickly grabbed it from the floor and straddled Lori. She held the pill above his face and grabbed his balls. Nicole squeezed harder and harder until Bill screamed in agony, opening his mouth wide. She put the pill in his mouth immediately and ordered him to swallow. Defeated, he swallowed the pill, and a tear rolled down his cheek. Nicole started to stroke Bill's long hair again and spoke in a comforting voice. There, there, that wasn't so bad, was it? She said. Here, sit up and have some water for me. Bill sat up, and Nicole helped her to drink from the water glass. When she'd clearly had enough, Nicole smiled at her. We'll make a proper girl out of you, she said, deciding how to leave the gag off, so that Lori could speak to her. He didn't feel much like talking, though, and she stayed mute out of choice. Nicole prepared to leave the room, but before she did, she gave Bill a stern look. Now, I don't want any nonsense with the pill again. You're going to have to learn to obey, and you had better learn that fast. She turned to the door and walked away. Bill understood that she had been giving him a hormone tablet, but she didn't know what to expect from the chemicals now coursing through his body. So this week I got an email from Stephanie T. And uh, I guess Stephanie is a listener to this podcast. And she just wrote to thank me for, for doing it and telling me how much she enjoys it. And it meant a lot to me. Um, 
I really appreciate when, when people do write. Um, but one other thing I would love uh, to hear from you is um, who are your favorites? Who do you really enjoy listening to stories from? Um, you know, we had our first full-length one last week from Raina. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And then also, do you like the interviews? I, I think I'm kind of getting to the consensus that the interviews are not as popular as the stories. Never thought they would be. But they have a little bit of a following of their own. So, um, I just kind of want to, you know decide how to take this show and it always helps to have feedback so uh who, who are your favorites what do you think of Raina if you listened last week and also um what are your uh thoughts on the interviews we do have a bunch more audios coming and we have them from just some amazing readers some you're very familiar with and one or two who are going to be new to you so looking forward to that all right Uh, That's it for this week. Take care, and I'll be back next Monday with another story. I hope you will, too. Have a wonderful week, everybody.